Well, hoy guys, welcome to the Drug and Ship Podcast. I'm your host, the one who is Manny, Captain Crockett, aka Cyber Calamity. Alongside me is my co-host, one of my co-hosts actually this week. Uh, we have uh, Puerto Rican Reggie Watts, Brian. <laughs> we have the creature that bleeds pixels, Colin, Monkey Omega. And then the man who bleeds PlayStation Blue. Oh, fuck, I think I fucked this up. Anyway, PlayStation <laughs> Blue, Tay Norman, aka Tay Infinite. Guys, welcome to episode 36? Thir- 38, 38. 38, 38. 38. 38. Dang. Dang. We took, uh, took a break last week. I uh, left town, so we uh, decided to uh, call it a break for last <laughs> week. But we're back, baby. We're back, in, we're back on this ship, this old dock. Mm-hmm. Where it's, uh, <laughs> we can get, I can smell the, the sea salt. I was just fucking tired last week, man. Like, I could not get up to do a goddamn thing. Yikes. I like didn't even go to work. <laughs> I was just like fucking what Brian, those... you don't go to work. What, what do you mean? I work from home. <laughs> I know you don't have to yeah. go anywhere. Like go where? Fucking... To your living room? Yeah, I gotta get up from my <laughs> cozy ass bed, walk over to my bathroom, take a shower, brush my teeth, drink disgusting black coffee that I don't have enough like sugar to mask, and then come home and sit down and edit videos. Wait, hold for on, hours. hold on. You don't drink you don't put that that little What's the sugar in, do you? You drink that like black the, like a man, right? When my, when my coffee tastes like ass, I do. Yeah. I haven't found, I haven't found, haven't found good coffee yet, Crockett. That's that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Bro, I had some of uh, this EPO thing coffee I bought from um, Earth Fair once. And I, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you how bad this fucking coffee was. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I ain't never had coffee that bad in my life. It was... it hurt the back of my cheeks it was so bitter and Ugh. sour I, I i bought a i had a coffee grinder and it was beans right were you drinking it, it black like, yeah i drink straight black and then ethiopian this ethiopian um ethiopian ethiopian uh beans and it was <clears> like <throat> almost like whitish it had like this white speckleish, which could have been mold i have no fucking idea <laughs> but uh I would uh, I um, grinded the beans up and everything, and dude, so bitter, so sour. I was like beyond disgusted. <laughs> I I think I made it twice, and I'm like, all right, I think that's uh, two strikes. I'm out. With dude, this coffee. Earthfair coffee can be so disgusting. They can like, I've never gotten coffee in Earthfair and just be like, man, I really love this. I've always gotten coffee in Earthfair and just be like, ah, that's. That's a height, or it's disgusting. It's like absolutely makes me vom. <laughs> I guess it's organic or something. Yeah. I don't go to Earth Fair because it just smells in there. <laughs> I just avoid it. I think the it's like they must be like the candles out. or the soap or something that they have in there. There's a man. There's a lot of stoners at Earth Fair. Sometimes when I walk in, it smells kind of loud in there. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a problem. Um, but I love Earth, dude. Okay, so if you anybody that's listening, if you're on doubt about Earth Fair. Go to their dessert section and get like any of like their super like moist, dense fucking cakes and drink that shit with a glass of milk. It is divine. It is delicious. I did like they had like five dollar sushi on Wednesday, which was always baller, and their sushi was pretty good. Anyway, no more advertisements for Earth for what if you guys? (laughs) I don't know. It's about a fifty fifty advertisement. It's a fifty shit on fifty promotion. That's like, how, that's, <laughs> we keep it neutral until they pay us. That's, that's <laughs> the goal. Yeah, um, please what have you guys been up to? <clears throat> Wait, what did you ask me, Crockett? 
I said, yeah, just don't uh, don't pay us in shit coffee. But yeah, what's up? What's up, Tate? No. Colin, what you, what you boys up to? What you find young young lads out here on my neck of the woods in this hot weather? You want a glass of lemonade? Come on, <laughs> you gonna come inside? Get a get a glass of lemonade. Yeah, yeah Jones. Is that Mendez? Yeah, that's Mendez. <laughs> God, I know Mendez's name like the back of my hand just because you say Mendez every 10 seconds on mic. She's fucking nosy. <laughs> look at her. Fucking look this at is, her. Is that the podcast cat? Yeah. This is the yeah. podcast, podcast cat? mascot. That's how, this is our chip cat. Um, Dude, that, that cat does look absolutely yeah. horrible. Keeps the mice away. Good job, Mendez. Go on the computer. Man, maroon cat? Maine Coon. Maine Coon. Maine Coon. Yeah, she's she's thick as fuck. Um, she's a winner. But, but her dad, one of her parents, was a dwarf cat, and one of her parents was cat? a main cat. Hold on, it's, it's we we're not gonna we're not gonna smooth over this. <laughs> you gonna explain this to me? It's literally like a cat with dwarfism. It's like it's it's literally a cat with like short legs and like tiny little body. It's like Bro, a miniature I just imagine it's his body, its body, and then foot. That's there's no, there's <laughs> no stubs. That's pretty much what it is. It just got little stubs for legs, and like they're just like compressed. Ver- if you took a cat and you put it in a trash compactor and just made it into a square, that's what they look like. You had a uh, you had a cat that was a caterpillar, a uh, caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> and uh, so one of her parents was a Maine Coon, just big ass monstrous cat, and then one of the other parents was a fucking dwarf cat or Munchkin cat, and so she came out like a normal sized cat. But thick as fuck with short little legs, so she she has to flop to lay down. It's adorable. It's I I love my cat. She's great. <clears throat> ah, what have you guys been up to, Colin Tay? Work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I started a new job. I've been kind of exhausted from that. But um, how's that going? It's all right. I mean, it's fucking. It's just easy like warehouse work. So. Right. I mean, yeah, it's just it's kind of just mindless stuff. You boys, uh, <clears throat> forklift certified yet? My nah. forklift. Um, yeah, I worked at Best Buy, and I that was supposed to get certified, like uh, the first week I was there, and I never got certified too. The test you take. Yeah, I hated it. I took the fucking test. They just never gave me the certification. Have you guys taken that that car that looks like a Y yet, and then skateboarded down the aisles like I used to do in high school? Car that looks like a Y. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but there's only when I worked in a warehouse, there was only three other people that worked there, so (laughs) there's no way that they're gonna catch me doing it. At Amazon, everyone just to themselves. You work, you don't. Even though it's loud in there, it's also quiet. Everyone on their own business. Mm-hmm. There's no joy. <laughs> no, because I might. It's, it's you're not allowed to bring your headphones in, but I might do my AirPods, cover it with my beanie. Catch me. They just that's uh, depressing. Losing my freaking. That's so depressing. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about bringing some headphones for my job too. I'm working with a lot of Spanish ladies, so I'm the only like English speaker. Yeah. So it's a little bit isolating. Right. But we we understand each other. Still. <laughs> just enough. You yeah, learn like, enough Spanish to say what you need to say. Yeah, I know a little Spanish enough to be like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. I need water. I'll be right back. Blah, blah, blah. Do you need help? And then they know just enough English to tell me what to do and stuff. <laughs> Both y'all get by. Like, he's in, there's yeah. a series of nods. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, pointing and nods. Yeah. That's yeah. that's so. pretty much what it's like working in like a bilingual workplace, man. 
Just uh, like like kitchen, like fry cooks, they deal with that shit all the time. Fry cooks, yeah, I used not, to like, deal a with it. Specific yeah. version of Spanish. Did you used to be a fry cook, girl? Uh, yeah, I worked in like a, like a lot of restaurants. Oh, nice! Like, I didn't know that. It was like nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, and stuff. Worked in a bunch of them. So I was a saute chef for a while. Fuck yeah! Ooh, that's kind of a cool skill set. Saute chef. Yeah, like fucking. Jump sucks, but that's a really. I do. Skill. Yeah, I despise kitchen work. If I was, if I were to work at a kitchen again, I would want to be like a prep cook. Kitchen. Like, just put me in a fucking corner, let me cut some shit, and just. Bro, that's it. <laughs> we used my roommate. All they ate was macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I know because they just you know, what, like he's calling him. I was like. Bro, Dude, I, I, mac, box mac I, and cheese. I ate I ate like shit because I worked kitchen jobs, so I'm not gonna eat what food I'm making all day. And when I get home, I do not want to cook. Honestly, so yeah, I just true. make like I just make noodles, or I pick up like fast food or pizza or something. I eat like shit. You eat like shit when you work in a restaurant. That's fucking true. <clears throat> My best friend was a fry cook, and he fucking hated. He fucking hated eating the food that he was making all day. Yeah, I think the when you first start the job, you might eat the food there for like a week, but after that, nah. Like, nah I was there freaking working at a water park. Like you get discounts on the food they give you, like chicken. Was you drinking the fries. water? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Tate seems like I'll drink the water for a week and then. I was like, yeah, <laughs> now you got sick of the freaking food he had there. Like, what my old lunch? Like, well, yeah, water park food doesn't sound good. It just sounds like everything's deep fried. It sounds like everything's watered <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> Left his own corner jokes. <laughs> no, funny. it's like, you all shot the same look at each other. Like, <laughs> and he was like that dude on the plane. Hey, <laughs> you video he got out? No, I know he has, he has one, but video. I haven't seen it yet. Dude, I was shouting that to myself. I'm driving to the comic book store. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. <laughs> hey, you've been reading comics? What you been reading? Yeah, uh, I just went. It's funny you said it. What'd you oh, get, bro? Yeah, let me see. What's good? What's good? Because I've been thinking about picking up some more stuff again. See Superman. The That's Superman the of Metropolis. Yeah. That's the new Batman. series, right? No, that's not. Cool oh, that's cover. oh, that's Future Slate. I'm looking for the Superman War of the Worlds. I'm not sure if it came out yet. Oh, that sounds cool. Hey, you know what? I want to. I want to hear from you. I want to. I want a video from you. That like, ah, oh, that, that's a cool cover. I want to read it from you. That's like a guide on how to shop at a comic book store. Because I walk into a comic book store. Yeah. And it's, wait, wait, no, which it's one is that? It's not just look. It's not just look. <laughs> yeah, it's it not that. Because <laughs> you got 700 shelves with like 700 versions of Superman and Batman. Maybe All I right. have a problem here. <laughs> All right. The, fir- the first thing you do is what like character are you, do you wanting to read? That's yeah, the just... first thing I think of when I walk into a store. Like, okay, I want to read Superman. Let me... Look, they you typically have a Superman section if they have a bunch of old issues or volumes, and then you I mean you'll see Superman if he's on the wall. Um for the weekly pools and stuff. I just know what Stan Lee told us years ago. Find a cover, like it, pick it up, and just go for it. Yeah. If the cover's cool. Yeah, that's usually what introduces me to a lot of like series. Is like mm-hmm. I'll read I'll find a cool cover and then it's like, well let me start with issue one, try issue one and then read up to it. Sometimes they're misleading the like Marvel those spider-man on everything so you can mm-hmm. some x-men comic spider-man is on the cover but he's not in the book at all like because they, they want people to pick it up yeah they'll claim it's a variant and stuff yeah claim it's a variant. But yeah, mm-hmm. find a character you like do a little bit of research there. the last time yeah. i went to a comic what did you say Crockett? 
Oh, no, go ahead. No, the last time I went to a comic book shop, I asked the guy about uh, how to, where to start with Civil War Two, and I could no, swear don't that, read that. He, he, but I could swear yeah. that he looked yeah, when no. I asked that he he looked at me like I was like like I just like, took a shit in his cornflakes and like yeah. threw it at him. And I'm reading garbage. Issue number one, idiot. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> but like that wasn't even what I was asking. I was just asking where the fuck is it. And he just <laughs> looked at me like I was an asshole. And I was just like, I'm just going to go fucking, you know, yeah. look at Batman like all of you fucking assholes. Yeah, garbage ass glory. <laughs> yeah. I just found a new local shop near me in Concord. Hands away. Get it read open, actually. It's, huh? What's the name of it? It's called Comics. <laughs> <laughs> Not even exaggerating. Next time I go, I'll take a screenshot of it. It has a name, but the logo is called Comics. I can't remember. It just says Comics. That's yeah, but it's, it reopened. It's a little shop. Trying to support yeah. Nice. Better mind digital. <laughs> the owner's Gosh. like, I, I don't want to have it complex. I just want something, you know, fair and honest. <laughs> no, that's awesome. They got Godzilla figures and stuff in there, too. They got, they yeah, I was going to say, the, the Coliseum near me, they've got figures and stuff. I went in there last week because I was looking for one, but... Is it in Kissimmee? No, it's in Jacksonville. What's it called again? Uh, the Coliseum, or Coliseum of Comics. When you walk in, is it like a big Red Hulk, Green Hulk? Party? Uh no, but it's like a really old building, old door. Yeah. It's like a old like you have to turn around and shut the door behind you. It's like oh, an old house. Yeah, it's like Here's a house the that they've converted to stores. Like, what is this, Dracula's castle? Like <clears throat> this one I didn't like, come. Just this, this one like in Charlotte where you walk downstairs and it's a comic book under the floor of the building. Yeah, they like use a lot of uh historic landmarks and stuff. If you guys go to Wilmington, North Carolina, there's Memory Lane Comics right there oh, yeah. in downtown. Nice. They um walked past it. Yeah, they have the they're they're using the old jailhouse technically. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, that's their store. Yeah, they got a little pa- <laughs> uh, plaque I think out front that says yeah it used to be the jailhouse. Yo, I would love to play Yu-Gi-Oh <clears throat> in like a like a converted jailhouse. That that sounds amazing. Like, Y'all got like your own cells and like shit. <laughs> yeah, it is. They fight in a prison. He, he gets everyone wow. to random cards and make a deck. Beats the manager or whatever. Yo, I watched the the warden. <laughs> the man, the manager, <laughs> the manager of the of the prison. <laughs> <Even> the warden. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's some like big managing, guy. He's managing <laughs> the prison. <laughs> I, I, I noticed you were talking. late today on your uh, shift for lunch. <laughs> what? I, uh, I watched the, the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Five D not so long ago. That shit's wild, man. Watching Japanese. Watching. Uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that in Japanese. I, I just watched a part on YouTube and I was like, man, these people abusing each other with cards. Like they get to walk around for free, like cards, Dude, like, like confiscating cards, like throwing shit at each other, like zapping each other. Like what the fuck is this? Yeah, people like they're like taking over modern life. Fucking yeah, people crazy. like to like laugh at because it it's cards and motorcycles. Ignore that. Just watch. <laughs> Freaking no, cool. I I know that it's good. Yeah. I know that it's yeah. good because on the movie where they all meet up, I fucking love that movie. And yeah. you say it was one of my favorites in that. He actually plays like a, a real life player, <laughs> like a meta player. <laughs> yeah. That's all he plays. There's no friendship, it's magic bond. You know, like strategy it. and stuff. What's uh, if you want like straight up just action and like realistic like card play though, you get to watch, um, what is the last one called? Uh, Vrains, yeah. What's Vrains? They they will straight up. They're just like, I got kidnapped as a kid. I'm about to murder you. (laughs) 
god. <laughs> and it's like all cyberspace, and it's like they're on like surfboards. But that is the most realistic Yu-Gi-Oh because they're like they're taking fifteen-minute turns, and they're like, all right, I'm gonna do this. This activates this. This look. This card will activate. This activates. I'll, all right, I had three cards on the field. You die. I didn't <laughs> finish that show. I was too afraid. That's the time I stopped playing, and I want to show influence me to buy cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's it. really good though. That's probably yeah. one of my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh's. Other than you the finished OG it, really? is is it brains. I haven't finished it though. I got to the uh, second season. Well. A lot of, there's a lot of shows that I have started like that. I haven't finished. Um, should we move on to what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're uh, yeah. we're pretty much in. deep. Yeah, in. <laughs> Drop um, it. It's uh fucking lift that anchor up, man. Let's get up on. Yeah, let's get up on this. Fucking, that was so forced. <laughs> well i mean which also we're also catching up from like two weeks of yeah. like stuff Not doing anything. i love when yeah. tay uh, tay i love when you call crockett out for a bad joke it's one of my favorite things that happens he's missed so many though so far this podcast that's the first time he's done it because i've made what? at least six bad that's jokes the second so time actually because I is know it? what happens because you make like six or seven bad jokes and like the ninth or tenth one tay is just like I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is gonna be enough here. <laughs> Let's set the so tone a little bit. Funny. What's the topic? Brian? Like you just but hear yeah. him on his cell phone. He's like, yeah, he's back up to his thoughts. <laughs> so today I wanted to talk about uh, Google Stadia and more specifically, or more more broadly rather, cloud gaming as a whole. Um, cloud gaming. That includes as- you, Amazon. Does Amazon, Amazon has a cloud gaming ship? Amazon Luna. Sure yeah, Luna. Good. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna go through with it now. All right, I'm interested in hearing about that. That sounds weird. This, this I saw. I signed. Up, I signed up for it, bro. They better. Yeah, I have a Fire Stick better. TV. I can play it too. That's what Amazon did when they're like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> the cartoony pulled in there. Like, ooh, this quality getting getting a little hot in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, did but everyone yeah, so have early, a Red Bull? Sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> this is, nothing. Earlier in the yeah. week. Uh, <laughs> earlier Cheers. In the week, it was announced that Google would shut <laughs> down like their internal game development studio. So they have two studios and uh, they're Stadia Games and Entertainment. And one of them is Montreal. One of them is in L.A. And they're both shutting down due to the rising costs like associated with bringing a game studio uh, up from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that there, there won't be any Google exclusives developed um, by Google. Google itself is done developing games as a first party for its own platform. Um, Google Stadia. Now, Google reassures the Stadia user base that they will be able to play their games and there's going to be a lot more content coming out through third-party developers and, you know, all of that good nonsense that they try to reassure you before technology is clearly dying um, because of poor management. (laughs) Um, But essentially what they're saying is that third development is going to be accessible, third-party games are going to be accessible, and that they this is a move to make Google Stadia a much more um, long-term platform in the venues of cloud gaming, um, which I guess makes a little bit of sense, but I'm concerned that the new base or that the current base of Google Stadia players are going to see a decline in the amount of selection that they have from Google by virtue of them not having anything to compete by with like people like Game Xbox Pass. or playstation yeah like xbox game pass and play what's the alternative for sony they don't have they don't have one i wouldn't be surprised if they come out with one soon um what like a cloud thing yeah like a cloud game well they have ps and they have ps now 
yeah it's but not, it's like okay. but it's, it's not like it's it's pass. not good <laughs> no it's like game pass is more like for newer accessible games but at least it's just it's yeah. an option to play some here's right. a difference yeah. that makes sense um so you know like xbox and sony have their own options even though sony's kind of not in the game for cloud gaming but xbox now released like their massive like cloud gaming overhaul because um, I started with Game Pass when it started as a, you know, like what PlayStation now is. Um, and yeah. now it's become sort of like this mainstream service where you can absolutely stream games and play as an Xbox game and get a lot of exclusive from Xbox by just paying the subscription service. Um, mm-hmm. Google Stadia doesn't have that. Google Stadia has like a few third-party games. I think the one that got the biggest attention um recently was cyberpunk 27 and that's because it ran it actually ran on google stadia um versus all the other platforms uh but as far as like cloud gaming goes as a whole with google shutting down two of their studios it's a clear indicator that they are not seeing the value in continuing development for their own platform um which indicates to me that like it's not a valuable platform to like invest in in the long term, and therefore third party developers are just not going to not gonna for it. make their games. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just not going to happen. I don't see it happening, which means that as a consumer, if you subscribe to Google Stadia or you bought into the bundle, now you just have a kind of a fucking brick plugged into the back of your TV. Um, She's a brick. So, I don't know. What else. Yeah, they still they said they're gonna still support to uh early subscribers supporters for the service. They just don't expect any first party content for very very Right. Um, Which is I think Google will come out with stuff, but it's just gonna be on a very like sporadic, like random basis. Right. Well they, Yeah, I mean they have a big track record of just starting something and then just dropping it a year later and stuff. I mean, how many failed projects have they had in the last, like, six years? Well, Google has a pretty good history of adding stuff to their graveyard and just never coming back to it. Like, yeah. Well, they're always testing shit out is what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if, like, this means that, like, for right now, Google Stadia is just not an investment worth doing because a lot of the infrastructure to justify cloud gaming to, like, a general audience instead of just early adapters just isn't there like people generally don't have a stronger connection as they need in order to justify cloud gaming um, mm. or to make it like a viable option as a gamer um especially if you play any competitive gaming of any kind um so i wonder if this is just a move to delay the expenditure on first party games until the infrastructure gets a little better and then sort of let third party developers optimize the platform and then jump in with their content mm-hmm. um that's the only way that I see the move kind of making sense without it communicating that they just don't believe in Stadia as a platform. Um, I mean, if if they do that, I mean, they're pretty much their product is dead in the water the time that that infrastructure gets built. And then, because I mean, this is not going to be able to move any further until Wi-Fi is virtually high speed everywhere in the country for that to be a viable option for, you know, a normal of- consumer to pick up. There was a lot of factors to that. So it's just not just that. It's also you gotta give a reason to your audience to buy this platform, right? And compared to its competitors, Google sucks. Uh, exactly. Yeah, like it doesn't have like the discounts, benefits, like Game Pass, all of that. It never made any sense though for them to have like a first party studio because how, mean, how I much? I mean, the whole appeal for it is just I can I can game 
wherever the fuck I want to. I can play third-party big AAA games on an airplane or something. What call? How much was how much is St- was Stadia or is the Stadia? The Stadia's edition was one hundred and thirty dollars, but I don't remember how much the base uh, console. Did anyone was. use Stadia? I'm not one that use it. I believe. Yeah, and that's kind of why why I'm interested in hearing what you think, Tay, because you're the one that has like first hand experience using Google Stadia. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to get your your thoughts on like what do you think? Because I am not a huge supporter of cloud gaming. I think cloud gaming is a stupid. Um, anti-consumerist endeavor right now. I think that's what we're going to talk about as well. I was thinking about that. That's going to... We're going to lead into that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, but, but I do want to know what you're thinking about like Google Stadia as a whole. But from like, Yeah, when I played Google Stadia, it was about a couple of months ago. It was a demo that game Immortal Rising of Phoenix. You guys heard of this game? Kind of like yeah. Legend of Zelda. I played a demo of that and surprisingly, it worked. No input lag at all. It was fluid. Uh, my only issue was I was playing at probably like 720p, maybe, right around mm-hmm. that area. But overall, like, over my experience was great. I was actually shocked that it worked. I was using my DualShock 4 at the time. This is before PS5. Yeah. Right. I was using my DualShock 4. And it, I was on Google Chrome playing it, which really? is cool. Yeah, I was on Google Chrome, free demo. And that's how I played good, like a good, good one hour, two hour demo. Right. Yeah. That's all I can really say about it, basically. So, like. My, Knowing that, like, like the 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 game environment works, the technology kind of works. What do you think needs to happen now, like, to make it like to attract more people into that player base? Like, you clearly Ooh. tried it, but you didn't stick with it. What stopped you from joining into the Google Stadia like player base? I just I just don't care about it. <laughs> Simply <laughs> that. No, like, not to be funny. I just don't care about it. Right. Um, I was. I mean, there's no there's no it. first party games drawing you into it. I mean, what yeah, made that. What, like it what just, made me get like a ps4 was like i wanted to play spider-man and god of war yeah but i think google doesn't isn't an established gaming brand like playstation xbox people bought xbox halo playstation mario's nintendo whatever google doesn't have that that known franchise so they have to like the more important thing is they got to give people the reason to buy this platform deals is the most important thing what you can do where can you play that and google even from the get-go for a streaming service, like so, for me, like if I if I make a streaming service, I will take everything Xbox is doing, go from there. Don't right. start this bare bones platform. Dang, whatever you're trying to do with that, because they, they, they I don't think they even bother making expanding it, because it reminded me of Epic Game Store when it came out. How it was bare bones compared to Steam. It's the yeah. same kind of conversation. And but they don't have like this massive library to start off with. That's kind of like you build up to it. No, but like yeah, true. But you also need like. Just like these deals and stuff, and none of these companies are. I, I mean, the pill for it would have been like just. I mean, that's the whole pill for it is just being able to game anywhere you want. Yeah. So uh, and I think that it, like when you got a competitor like Xbox, which as much as I like, I really don't like Xbox right now. But it's in terms of cloud gaming, like they kind of have like the perfect situation. They are perfect. Um, situation. I think that if you are Google, if you're anybody else trying to start a cloud gaming service, you have to build behind the scenes up to the point where xbox is at and yeah. then release um because otherwise like google you're promising features like you have your established roadmap you're publishing features that feel like are never going to happen because how long has google stadia been out now like mm. like a year, a year maybe year and a half maybe i have no idea and there are still key features that google has promised their current player base 
uh, that haven't made it into the builds of Google Stadia as a service. So what that communicates when you don't have key features and then now you're shutting your first party game studios, Google is unwilling to spend money on this platform to make it the best. That's how it's going it to be. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Like, despite them keeping it up for those current subscribers, I think Google's actually losing money to keeping this up. Yeah. Because, like, it, I don't think it's going to get an uprising of <laughs> uh, subscribers from here on out. It's going to be that steady player base until they leave, yeah. see something better. And, I mean, Google's, I mean, for what Brian said earlier about how streaming cloud gaming anti consumerism and all of that, Google's in a right on the right track of doing something mm-hmm. it just they're not going fast enough or whatever or they're kind of too early with this thing i mean because i mean like i mean me jordan talked about this multiple times like cloud gaming is inevitable for this industry yeah no it's um, absolutely gonna and be the future but they got their foot again it you just gotta do it right. right i mean xbox is xbox saw this years ago and they did it right playstation mm-hmm. had opportunity to do it i don't know why they didn't start it yet I just think Sony uh, had enough of a like a user base for like they just weren't worried, which I think is gonna be a mistake in like five years. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna catch up to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right about it. It's, they were I mean, signal player games and stuff was working fine for for a good while. Still is, but they gotta be part of that industry as well, that yeah. cloud stuff. But like they're in the right footing. It just I think it's more of a they're not doing it right enough. And like Honestly, you know, from when it, Google Stadia got announced, it as the downfall was already there. Yeah, um, nobody was excited for it. Nobody yeah, was excited for Google Stadia. And that's a, that's how I was gonna talk about because it's like when people see these things, they get scared when they see cloud gaming. And despite like it's not really. Why do you think people get scared about cloud gaming? Because that's that is for me a key factor in why Google Stadia has failed so far. Because they're more scared of licensing stuff and internet issues, like um, which it which boggles my mind though. Because like people support Steam as clearly just a digital game, yeah, uh, service. That's it. But they're afraid to play PS Now, maybe Game Pass, and whatever's coming in the future. Xbox, I mean, Amazon Luna, and all that stuff. But they're willing to play. Steam for some reason, right? Even though Steam is great, it's a fantastic platform, probably the best well, one of all of them. Because on Steam, you actually have your license. So if I download a game, it puts it everything into a folder. I can copy that onto a hard drive and move it, and I never have to touch Steam ever again. Yeah, what we'll to what we'll take the license away? We'll While it's digital, like you can still play it. You don't need internet to run it to play it as long as you have a hold of that license. Yeah, because it looks for that to boot. I guess so. Because I, I, it's more the same thing. Like, but yeah, it's still digital. Like anything could literally happen to that hard drive, and yeah. it's fucking destroyed. It's gone. You know, My I could issue, have a hard drive of hundred games. When it comes to this stuff, digital gaming overall, um, it's it, I think it's more of a sense. And I'm not defending these companies or anything, but I think it's more of a sense. Gamers hate change too. Right. That yeah. I kind of think it plays in the factor. Like they see something, get scared. I mean, that's why I say I tried at Google Stadia. I at least tried it. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure none of these people complained they didn't even try it. They just saw cloud gaming walk away. Yeah, and, and I like, think that there's a... And, 
I mean, but I think that there's a misunderstanding yeah. about the licensing thing because, like, Steam is a digital platform. Um, yeah. But you do, apart from needing the servers to get any updates and stuff like that, you can theoretically yeah. take a game from Steam, like Colin said, put it in a hard drive, and then just install it in another computer and you'd be good to go. Uh, and you can play it as long as you have the executable for that game. Um, is it DRM attached to, attached to it? Or um, the varies between games? I, uh, Either that or a BIOS. Yeah. Um, so like there's not a lot of stopping you from just owning the game that you bought from Steam you know there's mm. some workaround you're going to lose some functionality with the server especially if the game is multiplayer um, potentially if the game is multiplayer but with uh, Google Stadia and Cloud Gaming you do not own that license it is a Netflix mm. of gaming you can be in the yeah. middle of playing a game in the middle of enjoying an experience and then if Google decides that that game is no longer suited for the catalog or no longer have the rights to keep that license in the catalog, you just lose all of that gaming experience. And you don't have an option to buy the game. You don't have an True, option yeah. to keep that game for yourself. Which I would say it's not gaming specifically, but it's related that because The Office went off of Netflix, DVD sales have uh, seen a rise. Right. That's about um, I mentioned. Yeah, like because people, people people don't want to like you know. If, I mean, I I love The Office. Good thing I already have them on DVD. Um, but you know, it was convenient to have it on Netflix. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same way. You know, people are gonna get upset and either go buy it physically or find another way. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Why why I don't see this 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 energy towards like streaming services like Netflix or something. Like you don't own those movies either. Mm-hmm. But why this? But movies are, gaming, more, so. movies are more finite consumable. Like you watch a movie, you're not going to watch a movie three times in a week. You're not going to watch a movie five times. I mean, you can if you're weird, but um, you're not going to want to, the movie, you're not going to return to the movie as often as you're going to return to a game. And you don't own the experience of watching that movie. With gaming, there's a sense of ownership about owning that experience and that progress that you've made through the game. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a different market. When Netflix loses a movie, you just kind of go like, ah, shit, didn't get to watch that. Um, uh, I mean, if I want to play devil's advocate on this, is there's some there's some games that are just throwaway games that you didn't want to pay sixty dollars for, but you do want to like try it out, right. or something. And and I mean, and, you know, that could be like I could see that being a viable thing for like you know the the this Netflix of gaming type deals is where. Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna own all like two thousand of these games, but it is nice that I can play them or something like that. Because if like say there there is a triple game, triple triple A game on there, it's more than likely I've already bought it. It's you know I'm up to date on like all the latest games or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, game it's is. also game like Pass give you options to play it streaming or down. You can actually download a lot of game during Game Pass. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say. Steam, GOG, and Epic Games, like while they're digital, you can download them. But even if you uninstall the game and uninstall Steam, you still have your save data if you decide to save it. Um, and you can always move that. Like if you happen to get your hands on the game again, just upload your save file to it and boom, you're right back to where you were. Right. I think my argument um, I mean is like, I think. So there's also that, I think, too, is what people could be scared of, like you sinking all these hours into a game. And like Brian said, they decide to take the license away or remove it because it's not suitable for some reason. And then not only can you not play the game, but your saves are gone. There's no way of recovering that. 
They, they should make it like a marker for your save files that you could download or something. And I, I'm assuming yeah. that's not on Stadia, but if that would be like super handy if you wanted to... If they, At least well, saves. If, I, I don't know. I mean, did, was there any games that ever went off Stadia? I mean, was Stadia even around where they had to cycle out a couple games? Mm, uh, I know they have Cyberpunk. That's the latest thing I know. Yeah, Not potentially. It, it works like, fantastic even if that doesn't happen right now, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World and Alan Wake were taking off of online Xbox. marketplaces yeah uh because of a license it's game. coming back uh it did come back and i have it and it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun yeah um but the the issue is that like when you buy something as a game uh there's an expectation for it to be yours there is mm-hmm. an idea that now you own that game you own the ability to return to that experience whenever you fancy it um mm-hmm. the the contract between like Netflix and the audience is that Netflix never pretended to give you the ability to own a movie. They were always marketing themselves as a rental service. Mm. And Google Stadia has not done that marketing shift. They have not marketed themselves as a digital rental service for gaming. They have marketed themselves as a venue to do all of your gaming. So, yeah. What about uh but you but you pay a fee though, right? You pay a monthly fee. Yeah, you pay like a ten dollars a month and yeah. you can play whatever game you want. But the perception is in the marketing here. With a PlayStation, you own the console, you own the system, and then you get to play whatever game you want, whenever you want to play it, as long as you own the disc or the digital information for that game. Uh with Google Stadia, that is completely out of your control. So like Google Stadia is really a digital gaming rental service. Yeah, it's just a it's a library. You're you're going to a library. You pay a monthly fee for it, and then you rent out a, you know, Street Fighter or whatever. Right. By the way, Game Pass is like that too. I didn't know Game Pass had cycles. That kind of disappointed. Yeah. That. And yeah. Me too. And I and I hate that about yeah. Game Pass. And it's the same reason why I'm like cautious of cloud gaming in the past, or in the future, because the current state of the market is so volatile to the user experience. I don't trust the game industry to have me in mind and have my enjoyment in mind as a consumer when they're implementing these services. I actually trust that as long as soon as it's become more profitable to trap me in like this sort of like subscription loophole or sub- sub- subscription feedback loop where they get my money and I really get nothing out of it. Uh, it's going to happen. And it's, it's, it's kind of disappointing to see, what the future of gaming could be because now game companies and game publishers, specifically publishers have a lot of power over you as a consumer and where you have to play the games and where your ownership of that game ends. And that's, that's what's what going to for me. That's what I was going to say. Like I was the exact same person how you're describing right now mm-hmm. with future games. Cause I used to say when this happens, I'm going to start playing games. But this thing is more, I think it's more of a sense. My argument is, this this market cloud gaming is something gamers cannot stop. Right. No matter how much they try to, because that's inevitable. It will always be because it's the future of gaming. Because mm-hmm. it's more accessible, it's cheaper, and uh, and like that's. I I just think my my argument is like you're fighting against something you're not you're not going to stop because it's going eventually going to happen. Yeah, it's and just if, like the mobile yeah. market. I mean, like yeah. look at like how big mobile is in China and stuff. Imagine that was instead of mobile, that was just all cloud based gaming. It's just yeah. what? making it more accessible to everybody. True, but in two thousand eight they did say mobile games were gonna kill console gaming and it didn't happen. 
I think their yeah. market and definitely you can tell where they a lot of the money these some of these companies are putting into is definitely into mobile. Mm. I mean, but that's like kind of like shaping into cloud gaming now is yeah, it that is. that experience on the go wherever because mm. not like in China like they can't there's not like a lot of consumers can't have like you know a well, lot of space for consoles and stuff and a lot of them are probably walking or taking buses or some shit like that where they're not at home right and that's why mobile access is so big in like these countries where we have to think really outside of the u.s and it's more of these uh, these outside countries where why is this doing so well it's because of the, the environment that they're in it, it, it just and, and i'm assuming i mean like Google knows this, and they're trying, and they can definitely see what's ahead of like. That's the thing. All of them it's, see it's this. Just yeah. Cloud gaming, which yeah, I mean, all of them see this. The next, because I mean, what's the problem now with mobile? It's low quality games with you know not a lot. Of, I mean, they're getting better and better, but it's it's pretty much you're destroying your phone and battery and all that. But right. if what if they could just plug a controller into it and then have like you know Hitman Three or you know god of war on there or something that's the thing like all these gaming analysts see something there and it's clearly going to happen it just affect that the main issues like especially in america i think a europe can do it european countries but us we we, we have terrible internet over here and yeah, it kind of sucked that's that's a big yeah, factor so our, that's the difference between gaming our structure, and movies. infrastructure for internet is not set up well yeah like we got to deal with input lag you don't have to do with movies Right. With gaming, you had to be the best place possible to play. And since internet sucks over here, we can't do it with cloud gaming. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Gaming analysts clearly see something with cloud gaming. Like, it just, that fact, there's, there's like a lot of factors. Like, some, like, gamers aren't ready for it, or they hate change. I don't think it's these... not gamers are not ready for it. I think it's just, like, it's just not accessible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, we're just not. Well I mean, it's just our, the way our current infrastructure is set up. We're just not. It's not. We're not ready for this big rollout. I mean, it's not like everyone has Google Fiber. And what I've heard from like with the uh, Stadia stuff, Stadia worked great for it people who well. had fiber. Yeah, it worked fantastic. No. But other than that, it was your shit out of luck. You didn't have you know high speed internet. Yes, yeah, I mean, is that as well too? It just it's, it's also has a lot of factors. I just, but I also think my, I'm being basically devil advocate. I don't agree with you, Brian. Mm -hmm. You guys, with that. I just think also affected that people are not paying the pinpoint on gamers as well. So like I, again, this is something I actually agree also, with that. I do think that as a ga as gamers, like we are hard, we are difficult to embrace change, and that this is going to be a difficult change for us to swallow. Um, I would love the the advent of cloud gaming to happen. Um. I think it sounds like a fantastic idea. Uh, I just, I just don't trust any of the people that are doing it right now to do it yeah. well. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm super critical of it, but I'm not critical of because the technology I think is done or because the licensing issues are problematic. Although I do think that they are, um, and I am, I'm, I've always been a guy that wants to own the physical medium of whatever game he's playing. Um, so you you're not worried about you're not more more or less you're not worried about the the general like structure of it you're more worried about just the service yeah of like I'm not worried about the cultural shift so. that's gonna need to happen for culture for cloud gaming to be a thing I like the idea of cloud gaming 
Um, I'm more worried about the logistics of cloud gaming, what it means for the consumer, what laws are going to be there, what ownership laws do I have as a consumer? Like, what is the contract that I'm signing with Google when I say that I, I agree to the terms and services to play Google yeah. Stadia? Like, what does that protect me? What does that leave me? Uh, stuff like that is what I'm worried about because there's been a historic trend of gaming, specifically gaming, sort of being such a new technology that the laws of copyright and the laws of usage have struggled to cut up, catch up to it. And there's no bigger example like than the loot box fiasco um, oh, that yeah. happened. Like gaming is evolving past the legality of the current market. And that is going to affect a lot of the way that people play games. And I, for one, I am worried that the user experience for gaming is going to suffer immensely as a result of consumers not having the option because all of the big companies and all of the big people that are doing it are moving to this service and it's going to become sort of like a cable service situation where now if you want to play any game, you're going to have to shell out 15 bucks a month for whatever company you're going to be in. Um, that's just the inevitability of gaming. Um, I mean, what's the difference between console exclusive? I got to buy Nintendo to play then Mario. I can't play it on PlayStation. The difference is that I now own all of those systems. I can collect those items. I can play those items physically whenever I want without the permission of Google Stadia. What if the Google Stadia, Google is going to be around forever, but what if the next company that does some sort of cloud gaming service shuts down after a year and I've sunk $150 worth of games and the hardware for that company? Where does that leave me as a consumer with that service? It kind of leaves me shit out of luck because there's no sort of legal guardianship against the user. That is my biggest fear with uh, cloud gaming because um, that's happened. Like you get a service, uh, you were looking to watch something or like do something specific and then the service just goes to shit because not enough people bought into it and now you're just kind of shit out of luck, you know? Um, that kind of shit happens all the fucking time. And... Uh, it's a legitimate concern of mine how that's going to leave us as players. Um, I just think the infrastructure needs to get a little bit better. I think Google needs yeah. to be a little bit more realistic about their current player base. Like they're, we're just, they're just not attracting new players as hugely as they need to for Google Stadia to be something that they can sustain. And the current, it felt like, sorry, go ahead. It felt like Google just threw it out there, yeah. expecting people to buy it. And it, that clearly didn't work the case. Yeah. What it felt like. That's absolutely what it felt like. It felt like a like a hair mirror because everybody was doing it and they thought that because they were yeah. Google, they could just do it. Um, yeah. They really thought there was Microsoft and they used to get throw money at this and make all the issues go away and stuff. Right. And it, it, it didn't work out that way. And I am... I, I don't even care about the lack of first party. Like, big tech, big tech companies uh, are not... You know, they're not centric to gaming. They don't have the DNA to be game developers. I don't think they do. What, what was exactly their plan anyway? Like, they were going to make a first-party AAA game or that was going to get cycled out? Yeah, well, they were going no, like to, a, they were going to launch to... <laughs> what did you say? Just a killer app for people to buy the service. Yeah. Simply that's what it is. That's what it was. But they had a first-party studio. Yeah, to yeah they had uh, God of War before the reboot director. I forgot her name. Mm -hmm. So, baby, she was there. And she probably no, it wasn't creative. God. It was Assassin's Creed. The, the person who I don't know it was somebody. Yeah, her na her uh, name was a Jade. Jade yeah, I, I have her name somewhere in there. Um, Jade Raymond. Jade, yeah, Raymond. Yeah. So the they, they probably didn't even 
use her like industry knowledge or whatever. They probably haven't utilized that yet at all. Yeah. Because <laughs> they kind of waste the money on her. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, so it's it's a thing like like how sustainable is cloud gaming? Um, like, do you see yourself using cloud gaming as a service? Um, you know, like eh, you know, you fucking I, know. I, I, who knows? I don't know. But I think it's more of a um, <laughs> since this. I think when say like we live in a cloud gaming future, that's what we have. Now. Right. I think it's gonna be interesting because everyone has it so you gotta up you gotta like up your competitor right what's xbox doing different from x playstation i got PlayStation gotta do better than xbox and it goes for everyone so you can see some creative interesting things there that's my only positive take on that i think so we're like, pretty far away from that being like the now or at least like 10 10 years away from that i mean and then even when true. we are there it's still gonna we'll have to feel, kind of fill it out between like I mean, we're not, we're definitely not there until like all, until like every comp, all these companies start doing it. So like, if that really is the future, then it's all going to be competitive between Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, like you see like all these freaking movie companies on like a CBS or BET streaming service. <laughs> like it's just like, yeah. just, it, we're leading to that future. Games is probably. Slower. Oh, I've been, dude. I've been saying this for years that like cables, cables dead, but it's going to make a reverse comeback where Neo what's going to happen is like everyone's <laughs> going to have their own streaming service. It's going to be too overpriced, <laughs> and you can look like look at all the other podcasts that we've done. I have said this for years that all these, all there's going to be all these streaming services, and there's going to be some type of company making deals with six of them, and you just pay a premium price for six of these streaming services. And then yeah. reverse, reverse. I have, a, I have a feeling we're going to see a crash. Yeah, me too. On the think. streaming services? Yeah, 100%. I think we will. I don't think so. I don't think Just so like we had the gaming crash in the 80s, we're going to have a streaming service crash. There's going to be way too many, way too fast. People are going to be so mad that they're spending way too much. People are going to start pulling out. Peacock is going to vanish. BT Plus or whatever is going to vanish. Paramount will probably vanish. The only ones vanish. left... The only ones left standing will probably be Amazon, Netflix, uh, Hulu, probably Disney, like the and then the maybe HBO. Any, anyone's uh, with a large library. No, I disagree completely. Same with gaming. <clears throat> We're, these companies are making more profit than ever because it's especially gaming side. Gaming. Yeah, more... but you're not gonna buy. You're not gonna buy PBS. No, I know that <laughs> for ten dollars a means, month. Call me the overall like industry is gonna crash or something like that. No, so, I don't think yeah. that's going to happen at all. What I do think is that there's going to be something akin to the cable market. The cable market is steadily on the decline. Packages. That's what I've been yeah. saying. Yeah. It's like there's going to be someone, they're going to gobble up six of these programs and then sell you a, kind of like how Disney does it already with ESPN, Hulu, and Disney. Hulu does they already that sell... all the time. Hulu pisses me off because of that because they got six premium subscriptions for stars and CNN and all that shit. And you gotta pay. Well, that's like yeah. you're buying cable through a streaming service. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's all it's gonna be is gonna be it's gonna be all these parent companies of these big services. So like HBO will probably evolve into Time Warner streaming, mm-hmm. and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Disney right will there. become Disney. Right fucking there, Colin. Time Warner streaming. That's what I'm talking about. That will be the next. That's just ca- cable, but it's just online that's now. Cable with extra you know, stuff. like when I was home, I was when I was home, like my parents. Ca- would not stop asking me. He's like, "What do you have? You don't have cable, do you?" And I'm like, "No, I just been buying. I just been watching apps." 
And yeah. mainly, I just watch YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I'm you on YouTube a lot. Online streaming service overall. I mean, I was driving to work one morning thinking about this. Well, I got paid for PS Plus, Disney Plus, uh, Netflix, Crunchyroll, Amazon Prime, or Prime Video. I'm paying like at least $50 a month. That's too fucking Dude, I'm, I, I know I yeah. will pay at least $60, $70, $80 a month. Yeah. Shit. That's too fucking uh, much. We, Thank God I, I, have a, I have a girlfriend that pays for other shit than me too. I'm thinking yeah, I was gonna say, for Nintendo. Can't remember what's up, Colin. I was gonna say my my roommates pay for Hulu and Disney. I have HBO, Spotify, um, and then my mom pays for Netflix. I've been using my mom's Netflix since Netflix we first got it. Pissing me off lately. I don't use it. RJ uses it. My girlfriend uses it. They they, they upscale like every three months by a dollar. Yeah. That's getting me off my nerves. Yeah. Like, that's too... But um. Little... I've been using well, HBO There's so much a lot. competition coming out now that they have to. They're like, well, we're losing fucking money. No, Netflix is killing it, but it just, it's getting too pricey for me. <laughs> this is my issue. I'm cheap. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that's my big issue. But it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's becoming cable again. I remember me and Jordan was walking from my apartment one day, like 2016, talking about this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we predicted this like It's always been the conversation up. because that's mm-hmm. it's yeah. just the it's just the the market it's just the pattern that the market wants to go to because the market doesn't exist to provide a service. The market exists to make money, uh, and so that's just the trend that it's going to be. When people see the success of something, they imitate it until it can no longer be sustainable. Then they revert back to the thing that was sustainable before that. And then it just we just fucking keep going down that loop, and it's gonna be the same with fucking gaming. It's gonna be the same with everything else. That yeah, is let, let's 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 loop back a bit um, to make it full circle here, full circle jerking. Uh, <laughs> so like, imagine like Xbox, PlayStation. They both just they were just like, all right, we're not selling disc based games anymore. We're just doing any new game that you buy. Or any new game, so any first-party exclusives, they're not coming out on disc anymore. You're not going to be able to buy them. You can pay for a, let's say Sony comes out, and they're like, you can pay for PlayStation streaming, and you'll just get all the first-party studio games on this library and then some extra shit. How, how would you guys feel? And you pay like $15 a month for... You know what, you know what my first thought is? I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna try my hardest to steal it rather than pay Absolutely. for it. Absolutely, it's gonna be the return of piracy. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's slightly dawned that with digital game and digital games, like you know, this yeah, digital that's games what I feel like. Two years have been getting better benefits and deals. Like, get this music soundtrack, get this wallpaper, get this extra. I mean, character I mean, honestly though, like Xbox could pull something off of it where these stu- these game studios are not independent anymore. There's no third part. There's no third party titles that. Once Sony and Microsoft become so big, they can own all these studios where you they just make games under this hat of a studio, and then you put they put those games onto a library. And I feel like that could be the future of like gaming, if because it's way more marketable to have a sub- subscription base rather than someone paying a one time fee. If you have them on hook, line, sinker for $15 per month, if you're not making... So you're only making, like, one or two AAA games a year for that console. It just makes a... For a marketing standpoint, it makes so much more sense to have you on 
$15 a month or, you know, whatever they're going to start us out with. But that probably more than likely is going to be the path we lead down once this is more sustainable, which is probably another five, six years because, I mean, my big, my, my biggest hang up, my biggest question is, where the fuck is VR? I just want to move, I just want to um, move the technology, goddammit. To, to make cloud gaming work, my personal opinion is make it a secondary option. Don't make it a primary. That's exactly thing. what I'm. That's exactly. Yeah. What I'm uh, I think Game Pass is kind of like that. Yeah. You can download these games. You like this game, you can buy it and just keep it. But you also have a cheaper version of Game Pass where you can pay it for a dollar. Right. It's digital or whatever. But um, yeah, it, it shouldn't. It should be like a here's another way to play. That's how PlayStation now is to me. Yeah. Like, you don't have to get it. It just easier, another easier way to play it. If you don't have. You don't want to go out to the store and buy it. Just download it from PlayStation now, but you can always buy that game. Yeah, uh, physically. I think game. I think uh, cloud gaming should be that way. I mean, that's now, this day. This disc base games is definitely dead. Nah, I mean, no, nah. it's not. It's I, dying. I disagree completely. It's not now. dead, but it's it's definitely nah. dying. Is it? Nah. Uh, yeah, that's. I was just, I was thinking the same thing too, but I mean, like, you got to look at how PlayStation is managing things with their game especially the first party that's why they put so much emphasis on it there's something there with those games and they're proving like people are buying these single player physical games yeah it's clearly a mar- same with nintendo's player base which is huge they don't do digital games i mean they do but it's a very small market on that side of, of that platform yeah. these people are buying physical copies so there's people are buying these physical copies just digital is more accessible so it seems it appears to be more. Whenever I but really physical care games about are still game, healthy. Yeah, whenever I really yeah. care about a game, I buy it physically. Whenever I want to play a game that's like expendable, yeah. I buy it digitally. True. Like I brought Last of Us Two and Ghost of Shima digitally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though like I love those games, I love the studios. I'm fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but something like like I brought Spyro reunited physical because of future proofing. Right. Because yeah. I know like what flight things happen. One of my favorite games of all time. I want me to play it again. So, I, yeah, that's how I am too, Brian. When it comes to certain games, you you made a like, you made uh, a very great point. Is that in order for cloud gaming to be sustainable for the next couple of years, for the next like decade or so, it has to be a supplementary option until the infrastructure yeah. is caught up with, um, you know, with where we want the technology to be in order to make that super sustainable, and then after that, sort of start dropping the physical medium. If Slow the shift. market, uh, you know, wants that to happen, um, yeah. But I, yeah, I think cloud base would definitely speed that up. Yeah, it, it's cloud. Yeah, whenever cloud base comes, like, come more to fruition, like physical media will die quicker. And, and physical mm-hmm. media will never be dead because I am one of those people that like, I still fucking buy buy Blu rays, DVDs, like VHSs. hundred. Well, uh, well, yeah. In that side of things, yeah. So, so physical media will because be Blu ray will make. Someone go first. Sorry. <laughs> if you, <laughs> yeah, we're we're both getting heated. No, nah, go, ahead, Brian. Go first. Um, physical media will always be if if cloud gaming becomes a thing or if cloud whatever becomes the norm, physical media will always be the collector's item. It'll be the the, the luxury product. Um, and I think that that's, I mean, that's not a bad shift. It might become a little bit more expensive because of rarity. Um, but it might, you know, it still satisfy both places of the market when physical, see, like, like that's an amazing example of that. Um, movies that release something for the physical collector 
are now tapping into two markets. They got your cloud base, whatever the fuck. But now you're you're spending forty dollars for the premium item. Um, so that that's kind of how I see it work. I I see them balanced out. I don't see one of them dying over the other. I just see a shift a shift in consciousness when it comes to like how people prefer to play, um, versus the other group of people that are doing cloud gaming. What are you gonna say, Jordan? What I was gonna get to is that with like. So the difference between like buying like a Blu-ray movie and then a difference between buying like a game is that if I download the game from digitally, it's going to play exactly how uh, it would on the disc. So I'm getting no difference in between the quality of the game and stuff. But if I download a movie versus I de- buy the disc, it's go- there's going to be a difference in quality. Just that makes like me streaming, stream- not downloading. That's what you meant. Yeah. So if you stream, yeah. there is a significant difference to the quality of your game. Um, your visuals are going to be stunted. You yeah. may experience movie. Yeah, and your movie. Yeah. yeah, and your movie. Like, like you can't get, you can't really get true 4K of a movie. Um, what you get is an upscaled resolution of the 1080p. And your TV is the one that's doing a lot of that work. Um, your yeah. TV has an artificial intelligence chip that is converting the 1080p footage into 4k footage nine times out of ten um yeah look i've been on this blu-ray roll lately yeah. i'm loving it it's fantastic <laughs> it's 4k yeah i just brought uh even though i seen it colin i brought the superman and tomorrow blu-ray 4k blu-ray the other day that's a great fucking yeah. movie bro i watched it yeah. the other day i watched it on amazon prime but i brought it physically this time yeah i watched it on it it was on hbo they put it on there a few weeks ago i watched it they also yeah. put it they put something else on there too. Something else. I, oh, Reign of the Superman. They also put that on there okay. recently. Yeah, like, I didn't mind this freaking 4K Blu ray. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm trying to, before what's name comes out, I'm trying to get the Kong 4K Blu ray. Nice. Uh, what is it? Skull Island. Oh, the Skull That's Island one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, 2014 just came out on, uh, it's getting a 4K release. Nice. Yeah. My so you can see all the blackness of 4K. Yeah, I was about to say they put a picture. Yeah, see all the shadows. Yeah, turn up the Godzilla. The Godzilla fans take out one joke. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to buy because of the steel cover. I got brought the John Wick collection trilogy. Oh my god, worth the forty dollars I paid. They're gorgeous. Worth it. Oh my god, yes. Oh, it's it is. trilogies. It's 4K Blu-ray. It's awesome. Worth no, I was gonna, I was gonna say for a movie, but then you were like trilogy, and I was like, oh, well, that's that's three movies. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for Blu-rays in general are expensive to me. Yeah. At least the 4K ones are like 34 bucks. It, it's crazy to me, though, that we still have DVDs. No, I, it's not for me. We, still no, have, that, we have a third medium. Really? We, well, it's because we never had three mediums in a row. We've always had the either the, the last and then the, the new. We've we got DVDs, Blu-rays, and streaming. 4Ks. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. Or 4Ks. So. I see so, DVDs, like, not only the we should, we, I mean, like, technically, ever, we should have <laughs> moved away from DVDs, like, four years ago or something these are so cheap to make though yeah so oh yeah cheap. you can buy a brand new but you can buy tenant for like five dollars on dvd but chris nolan will uh wake up in the middle of the night screaming okay, here and slap this you. is this is kind of like my take on dvd versus blu-ray versus 4k unless you have the hardware broke broke unless broke, you have broke. the hardware <laughs> that can play a goddamn 4k dvd blu-ray disc with the fucking capacity that it wants to be played at you're wasting your fucking money 
you're wasting. He doesn't have a PS4 money. at this point. PS4 though. can do that. No, no, no. PS4 can do. PS5 can do 4K Blu-ray. But yeah. all of these fucking people, and I know it because I've had this conversation. All of these fucking people that are like DVDs bullshit. <laughs> it, no, it's not. It's not. Your TV. I mean, like your TV. You're, you're paying for your price <laughs> yeah. for for DVDs. Your TV. Unless you burn like this. Has <laughs> an artificial intelligence chip inside it that converts your goddamn 1080p signal into a 380 by 2160 signal, and it does it amazingly. It does it fantastically. You don't Brian, need to Brian, spend twenty five. You don't need to spend twenty five dollars on a goddamn DVDs Blu-ray bullshit, unless you want it. Suck <laughs> my dick, Crockett. Bullshit. <laughs> no, I'm saying like with Blu-ray. I wouldn't disrespect my TV. Like, <laughs> nah, they all work for what they for. Like Blu-ray gets all this cool special features yeah. and stuff. DVD gets just the. That's movie. why I buy. That's why <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You ever got a legendary yeah. fucking Blu-ray? They don't. Those are the most bare bones DVDs you can get, or Blu-rays. Um. Well, I'm on a 4K train now because I got a 4K TV. A yeah, but I'm talking about. I was gonna say the Blu-ray. Blu-rays have like trashy menus and shit. Yeah. They got just all it says is play, scene selection, and fucking languages. At least when I watch, <laughs> when I put put in, when I put in my fucking Spider-Man DVD and the, the menu and, and the fucking menu hey. comes up, and it's a fucking interactive menu and shit, bro. Yeah. I have the Blu-ray that does that. No, it the Blu-ray does it Blu-ray too. Blu-ray is just like fucking. Here you go. Here's your fucking movie. It's just a static no, image. Some of the Spider-Man trilogy Blu-ray does that. I have it probably years ago. I, I think I that, that's definitely a product of its time, though. I mean, do do do, do they really even do special features anymore? Yeah, they put them on the fucking Blu-ray. Like the super. You didn't listen to King of the Monsters audio commentary? I bro, I, I love special it. features, bro. Yeah. The Spider-Man 2 has the best special features, actually. The little gag rigs they did. Yeah. You, you want to know yeah. the wildest uh, special features commentary I've ever heard in my entire life? The fucking... Uh, I think it's for Anchorman. No, if I was you... going to... I was going to say Brother Bear had the best commentary. <laughs> Because of the, the they had the two the two moose from the movie they do the commentary oh, for the movie and it's fu- is that it's like it's like Mark Norman or somebody fucking hysterical brother bear yeah no had, they, had, they had the best commentary brother ever for a kids movie for a kids movie bro but dude no they're on like uh on the fucking commentary for Anchorman there's like out of out of pocket shit happening there's a fight gets broke out. Uh, I think Will Perro get Will Ferrell gets punched on audio, and then uh, there's like what they start. I mean, in the middle of the movie, they start talking about like, yeah, I gave fellatio to this dude in college. Like, I don't think it's weird. It was, uh, it, it, it's yeah. so out. I was like, I was sitting there like using the background noise when I was in high school, and I'm like, what is ha- what is happening with this movie? It's fucking great. Or the, have you you heard the Tropic Thunder? Uh, commentary oh, too. I feel like I, I need to yeah, to I feel like I need to hear that. Yeah. Robert Downey oh, Jr. He keeps his he he keeps his joke. He stays in character through the commentary to the very end. Colin, have you seen those short? I'm not sure if it's from the DVD, but have you seen these? What was Robert Downey Jr.'s character name? Uh, I don't know. He's like wait wait which which character the Australian one or the black guy that the he black, plays <laughs> the black one yeah he does like <laughs> this is stuff on YouTube where it has like shorts of him talking to this Asian lady in a hotel oh oh really like, her. <laughs> is it like yeah, some behind like the scenes marketing? stuff I don't know I sent it to the link send the link thing yeah you sent that to me no I haven't <laughs> seen that that was hilarious to me <laughs> when I saw uh. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, dude, Tom Cruise. I didn't even recognize him at Me first, either. man. That movie. Um, what a great movie. Just to, just to fucking rein it in a little bit. 
uh, cloud yeah. gaming is going to be the future, but we need better consumerist measures for it to make sense. We need the infrastructure uh, for it to make sense. It needs to be sort of like a supplemental thing, in my opinion, in order for it to work. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't have any of those things, and it's going to be kind of like a free-for-all for whatever company is the cheapest and provides the most bare-bones service, and Google is not the company that I want to trust in my cloud gaming. Um, That's going to be Nintendo. What'd you say? <laughs> Nintendo's going to be the worst. Yeah, one. Nintendo's going to be yeah. awful. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Google's not the company that I'm going to trust with cloud gaming. Uh, because of the big tech environment uh, that they're in, they're not going to sort of understand what the gaming market needs. They're just not willing to put in that money, uh, in my opinion. I just bought a trial of Google Stadia to like play it and try it out and see what it's about. Mm -hmm. um, like physically see what it's about. What'd you say? You just got it just then. Yeah, when I was when I was talking to you guys, I downloaded it. I like signed up. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna like I'm gonna spend some time with it and play it and see like how sustainable I think it is. But judging by the fact that Google is not willing to spend any money on first party development, and I don't see a clear roadmap for what they're going with third party development. Um, apart from like I don't, they don't have any deals announced. Uh, they don't have anything of that sort. I'm just scared for the current player base that they're going to get screwed, like the first people that bought Google Glass. Um, yeah. So, like, that's kind of where I'm at with cloud gaming. I think it's going to be good. I just think it needs a little bit of a... It needs more support from actual gaming companies. So, like, what Xbox is doing is pretty good. Sony needs to jump into the market. Nintendo needs to stay the fuck out of it. Um, and that's, that's you know, that's kind of where it's at. Yeah, same. <clears throat> yeah, I just don't think um, it's for for a cloud gaming right now. I don't think it's 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 time. I think in a couple of years it might be, but for right now, the way everything's set up and the way the market's going, we're gonna have to. It's definitely gonna need some time for it to actually grow. So any anyone trying it right now is probably gonna be very slim pickings. Well, let me ask you this yeah. though. I'm pretty sure you guys did say this though. Would you try? I would. I would. I've I've used Xbox Game Pass and I love the concept of Game Pass. Uh, I'm just now trying Google Stadia. Um, I've streamed from PlayStation now uh, a couple of games, and I think the services are a good idea. I just don't think they're optimized for like daily gaming as as they stand. XCloud isn't out yet, right? This was it's part of Game Pass. Yeah. Part of integration. You yeah. Play Game Pass anyway. I thought it, no, I, I, I'm not wasn't 100 sure if it was launched out or not. I believe it was like November, didn't it? Yeah, I think you get it with Game Pass or as part of Game Pass or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, it's like it's some of the games are supported right now. Yeah, not all uh, the games spring, will be supported oh, it though. It launches in spring 2021. Cool. So that's what PlayStation now is. What that's so coming it's, out. That's what. Yeah. It's coming out soon, so we can we'll finally we'll have to come back on this topic and touch up on see how because <laughs> XCloud XCloud's supposed to be it's supposed to be it it's supposed to be like what's supposed to be the next step and which I I highly doubt it from the yeah that's what I'm saying why since like that's what I'm saying why are you saying that exactly you saying it because you don't want to or you saying it no I'm, I mean I'm all cool with it I I think it's a great I mean if I could just whip up my phone and start playing gears 5 on it i think that's pretty badass i just think that i just not confident in it succeeding 
Why? I just don't think we're just not there yet in technology. We don't wise. have the tech. Like, we don't have the infrastructure for it. We don't have right. everything to make it go smoothly. It's going to exist as a mediocre gaming experience, and you're gonna launch it on your phone, and you're gonna go like, ah, I'm fucking done with that. You're gonna chuck it in the bin behind you, and then you're gonna go back and sit in the couch with your Xbox, like always. Are you? I, I understand it, but are you saying it because you're not embracing change, or you just don't like it? That's what I'm. No, that's no, my no. argument. I is. am embracing change. I just want them to do it well. That's the thing. When they do yeah, okay. it well, I I will be the first fucking guy to take a phone and just like sit it right on my disgusting chest. I don't. Who's scared? Yeah, who is scared uh, of it's it? Not, a lot. Of, no, that's basically most gamers. They just won't. They don't. They're scared of the. Sh they're scared of the shift. Are they scared? Are saying. you saying like they're scared of the shift, or they just don't want to switch over? Because I don't think no. it's going to be a switch. I think console games are here to stay for a good while. Like that it, comfortability in my home is definitely. They're not going to change that. That's the thing. It's just like they don't want to do the shift. It's like the same with like. It's like when people like if you look at PS4 compared to a Switch or. Yeah, to a Switch or like a Wii. Yeah. PS4 is just another console. Controller. That's it. Look what you do with a Switch. Play anywhere you want. Do all this cool Yeah, but stuff it's going to be a watered-down version of a game. I mean, no, but people get that like, they don't want, they want to play the normal, they want to play the normal way. Listen. Instead of trying something creative and different. The general audience, the general audience may be resistant yeah. to change. That may be true. People are going to be like, nah, I like to play on my couch. But that is because there's one, not enough of an incentive to make the change from these people that are providing the service. And then two, they don't see the benefit of investing in this kind of just service because they can play on their couch. And that is okay. I am not. Yeah, it is. I am okay to change. I just, I just, I'm okay for change. I just hate this. Like what Jordan said, I just hate this, this brush off attitude gamers have when it comes to this stuff. Like at least try it first. Yeah. And just say it was going to die. <laughs> I, don't, I, do I don't think I think this this market is not for us though. It, it's for foreign countries. No, it's for it's clearly for everyone. <laughs> I mean, I think it's more it's more directed towards like, like look at Japan. Like the Switch is the highest selling console in Japan. You know why? Because people take the trains everywhere because they need something to play. Mobile gaming's high in Japan. It, look at India; it's super high in mobile gaming. I'm just saying that like. The, we're probably not on the top chopping block on like who's this target. We're not the target audience on this one. Or at least not the focus. I think we are. I yeah. We're, we're not a commuter country. We're not uh like a go outside and spend like huge chunks of your day kind of country. Like we're pretty sedentary. Um, it just. And with the pandemic, this is gonna. I mean, also, it's gonna take a reverse on cloud gaming and shit too. Because no one like, what's the point? I'm not leaving my house. You know, digital games did an uprising last year. What'd you say? Was digital games uprise like tremendous because they're convenient because we don't have to go to the store to get them. But digital gaming is not cloud gaming. Yeah, that's um, true. That is true. I like digital gaming too, and I don't mind making the switch. Uh, it's it's we say that it's gonna die, not because we're in we're unconfident in the idea or because we lack belief that it's going to succeed. We say it because all of the people that are doing it are doing some half-assed version of it, like Google Stadia, or like Xbox is. You think Microsoft? Xbox is the only if one. All of them, is, I think Microsoft is probably the trusted yeah. one. Even I'm a Sony fan. I think Microsoft is going to dominate. Xbox that is the only one that's doing it yeah. in a way that I can see it succeeding. But like 
Yeah. Sony doesn't want to try. Uh, Google Stadia is not going to sustain it because it bleeds money. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, just, I think I just see the I think, trend. And I, you know who's gonna? Well, I mean, Xbox and Sony is probably gonna succeed here because they can. They're already they already been established. They can wait out until the infrastructure is there to set up, and whenever they launch it, whenever the infrastructure is there, they're good. They're Gucci. They can they no. can launch. I off. guarantee. Google Stadia gamers. died off because they launched when the infrastructure wasn't even available, and then they died out before they came in to succeed because they can't build upon nothing if they don't have a if they had a weak base. See, I partially disagree because look at Game Pass and how Microsoft's pushing it. They're a uh, they put into Xbox Live Gold. They're trying to make people buy it because no one's buying it because they don't want to buy it. But, because, that's not, but no one's buying it because based? it's not interesting to us. But wait, 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 wait. It's, it's, no, a, it's, a lib- it's a library. It's not cloud gaming. No, it, it is cloud gaming. That's it's what it is. It's going to be cloud gaming so you, now. Yeah. It's, 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 not, like, it's not... So wait, wait. Can I play it on my phone yet? Game Pass? I believe so. Not sure. You can stream it, what X-Cloud stream it is. onto your phone. Uh, if you're in the same wireless network but, right now. Also, I have a correction. So xCloud is out, but it's not fully expanded. So it came yeah. out September yeah, 2020, but it's holding back until spring 2021. What I... See, you notice how... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, like, the reason Xbox is... Apparently Game Pass is fantastic. I have it on my PC. Keep booting up every time I turn my PC. It's all I have a year. Um, but it's a fantastic service for a lot of people saying... Like, it's great for all this $1 deal or whatever. You notice Microsoft hasn't... You know Microsoft keeps pitting it. They made it to... X, remember that controversy that happened like two weeks ago with Xbox Live? Increasing? You heard no. about that controversy, no. anyone? Uh, but it was, they made they backed down from it. It was really bad. They made it uh, price to like $100 oh, wow. a year, in a sense. Uh, gold. But they made Xbox Live gold and Game Pass to this one service. Because they want people to do Game Pass. There's a reason that people focus on Game Pass. Yeah. It's a cloud streaming service. It's cheaper, but no one gets buying it. That's why they put it into cloud because they know people have to use uh, iCloud, but people love gold to play online. But people aren't buying it not it, because it's a bad service. People aren't buying it because there's no benefit from getting it. As a consumer, like I had Xbox Game Pass and I paid for it for like six months and I didn't fucking use it. That's why people aren't. There's no. Oh, that's why I people mean, are not paying for it. It's not because we're afraid of change. It's because there's nothing incentivizing me to use it. Like if Halo Infinite releases an Xbox Game Pass exclusive that I could only play it through Xbox Game Pass, you bet your ass I'm paying like fifteen bucks to play Halo Infinite. But I mean, is that fair to say considering we have like a different option to play games though instead of that being on? I I just I just think that they. I think that if they want to dominate the shift, if they want to dominate the culture of gaming to do a shift, they have to incentivize us to take that shift. As it stands right now, the American audience is very slow to adapt new technologies. And Mm. if they don't incentivize us, we're not going to do it. We don't care. I don't give a shit about Xbox Game Pass right now because there's nothing in Xbox Game Pass that's interesting to me. <laughs> I literally got it because I thought Ninja Gaiden 2 was up there. Yeah, it was, and I was I, same. I, I got it. <clears throat> look for Ninja Gaiden. Look for some of the shit. It's not there. I'm fucking out. Banjo-Kazooie is in there. That's about anything yeah. I give a shit about. It's, 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 it's not the service's fault. It's not the gamer's culture that needs to change. It's the way that it's the options that are being given to us that need to change. It's the interest, the, the incentivization that we need to have. 
as gamers to adopt cloud gaming. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I just, I, I'm just, I know I fully agree. I just think this mentality gamers have at times is kind of holding it back as well. That's because gamers are stupid nine times out of ten, man. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Only like, like a, like I said, like I tried Stadia. It works. The quality sucks at right. times, but it works. But I'm also acknowledging the server sucks in terms of deals yeah. and, and whatever crap. I, I'm saying it's like gamers didn't probably even bother trying none of these servers. They're just shouting just to be shouting. And, uh, and that's why I think that's like, and part of that happened because Google didn't put a lot of effort into the marketing. They didn't incentivize us. We had yeah. no reason to try it. Yeah, like Microsoft was literally saying, buy our freaking thing. Clearly there's something there, but no one wants to yeah. buy it. Yeah, they, I think they really did it half-assed because what what is like at at any like game launch or any game console launch what do they have who they have a first party game to launch it with what are you talking about like google city didn't launch with shit they launched with third party games yeah like, I games that you yeah, could already I buy on something else that works better yeah it's gonna say xbox didn't have a launch yeah. title i thought it had no. didn't it was halo not it a launch was supposed title? to be but it got delayed in, like indefinitely yeah, Microsoft's doing no, all the first hey, party. The Xbox One? No, I'm talking about Xbox One X. Launched with the Halo. New, the new Xbox. No, no, I'm talking about the original Xbox. Uh, launched with Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox launched with I, Xbox. I'm talking about, <laughs> new, talking about? new consoles. New yeah. consoles that don't have a that don't have a player base already established has to launch with something to bring them into. I mean, it. that's true. That's that's very much true. I, I'm saying that they didn't have a first party game. To launch with, so no one, no one gave a shit about trying it. And that, yeah. See, well, in a few years, and I'm saying they Stadia... did it backwards. They had a studio trying to build a game with a service already launched, and it, and ultimately it died because it what couldn't Google sustain needs, itself. What Google needs to do is keep it steady for a while. They need to kind of rebrand it in the future. Do. I don't think it's truly going to go away. It's going to be there. But I think the player base is gonna decline because what's the point of paying this when they're not really putting much effort into it? I mean, Google's. But the, I mean, we all agree that Stadia is dead, right? No, 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 it's not going anywhere. There. I don't think it's dead. I just think, I, yeah. I, I just think that it's not there yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I you think, think it's they're gonna, gonna make on. a resurgence? It's gonna... Flying yeah, they are. They're not leaving that market. Same with Amazon. They're none of them gonna leave this because they clearly see something there. I'm not is, sure what uh, Amazon's gonna Colin, do. You're you're signed up for Luna, right? Yeah. Uh, have they launched Luna or is it just in beta right now? No, I haven't heard anything. It's like what three dollars a month, five dollars a month. I think it's supposed to come out in like March or in May or something. Yeah, not sure. And I, have, I have Fire TV, so it's gonna be in my TV. I think I get it for free, maybe. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I think Prime I'm members it get it well. for free. Yeah. Just and like you get the Twitch thing for free. Yeah. You got Prime and stuff. I think it's like that. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I think I signed up for it like back in November or December, yeah. whenever they announced it. Yeah. Uh, but Jordan said no. Is none of these are backing down. They're gonna probably sit for a while on the bench yeah. till the ref calls them up. Yeah. <laughs> till the coach calls Pretty them much, up. Yeah. And that's when they will shine. Yeah. So it's like, I'm. I it's... wanted to succeed. I really do want it to to like be better. Yeah. Um, sorry, one second. I accidentally launched fucking Hitman while I was talking to you guys. Um, now did you get Hitman three? Uh, just a Google Stadia version, whatever the fuck they got. Um, and just just to wrap it up, like I, I 
it's an interesting market. It needs a lot of work. Um, and I don't think it's sustainable right now. Um, but I see it happening in the future. And I think gamers need to get that. Like Tay is saying, I do think that gamers need to get their head out of their ass and like just be open to new things. Um, but also like be cautious about what company is running it. Because I just don't. Like, yeah. Markets are real. It's, it's true. Um, yeah. I don't think it's sustainable yeah, yet. That's fair. I think it's going to be sustainable in 10 years. But right now, nah. And I'm not surprised that Google shut down the first studio. Um, <laughs> Me either. I think no one was. They're, they're just the first people to like yeah, adopt something is. new and then just go like, you know what? That's bleeding too much money. Fucking chop it. Um, yeah. Stadia's laying right there with Google Hangouts. <laughs> or Google Plus. <laughs> Google Plus. Yeah, yeah Google yeah. Plus. <laughs> anyway, we... Is Bro, that's a, a spooky graveyard with all the Google graveyard. Yeah. I got too much shit in okay, there. Thank you for focusing, camera. Um, that's all I got for cloud gaming. Yeah, I wish my camera um, uh, do we want to end the episode? Do we got Crockett, you got haunted? You got attacked by a demon? Uh, so, <laughs> I actually yeah, so talking for hours. You can go for it. <laughs> What'd you say? Go ahead. I can talk for hours right now. <laughs> Let's Them let's rebels, two man. Episodes. We all, we all kind of cracked out right now. You uh, make it two hours? <laughs> No, I gotta go edit another uh, podcast. How... God damn. <laughs> Alright, we'll 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 end on a a slightly weird note. Um I so I got a fucking attacked by a ghost over the weekend in Virginia. Did you say attacked? Uh yeah, full on uh it attacked me while I was okay. sleeping. Full penetration. Full penetration. Uh woke up What happened? Right on my ear. So I uh, um Alright, so let me start at the beginning here. Uh, let me give it a little bit of backstory. My mom has the area my mom is in. So I went. Well, actually, hang. On, let me back up a bit. <laughs> let me back up even further. I went to Virginia over the weekend. Uh, that's why we didn't have the podcast last week. Um, my mom is in a very secluded area where a lot of civil war battles happen in Virginia. So you got. I went there. There's actually there's actually a civil war graveyard that's only rocks. Like uh, probably like thirty, forty feet away so from our house. So you got attacked by a racist ghost. That's what I'm hearing. Hang on, we'll see. We'll we'll get. To, He's trying uh, to find me. Killed by a soldier, like friend. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he's he? Like, yeah, I wake up. He's like, the South will rise. I'm like, ah. They're angry. It's just a Confederate flag like, flying over me. My God. <laughs> <laughs> he's They're angry because face. Trump lost. He's <laughs> go ahead, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Um, and, uh, so me and my girlfriend get there, uh, we hang out and my mom has a bunch of old fucking antiques and shit. My mom's house is super creepy, like real eerie shit. Really? Yeah. Why? Cause my mom like collects shit like that. She has like, like one stuff nice from like the 1800s in her house. Yeah. It's like her, when you walk into her house, it, she calls it the antique room. I hate that for you. There's like old, old shit in there. And, um, well, you guys remember that white house I told you about where I got like the ghost screamed at yeah. me and shit? Yeah. You ran down the stairs or something? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. she has a lot of stuff from that house in her house. <laughs> that's where a lot of that stuff was kept. And she brought some of it to her house when my grandpa died. So. Seems like a bad idea. They, to any, any explanation what's about to happen. So the first night, I have a super weird dream. Uh, and I'm going to explain this the best as I can. So do you know when you're 
arm falls asleep or whatever, your foot falls asleep. You know that vibrating, tingly sensation yeah. you feel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so the first night that I'm there, I fall asleep, right, and have this weird-ass dream where I wake up, and it's like there's so there's the bed is like facing forward, right, and then there's a window directly in front of my the bed that I'm sleeping. Why would in. anyone put so it So if I if I get if I raise up out of bed, I'm looking right at right through Why a window. Why the fuck would you ever want to do that? Why someone just standing yeah, there? Like, well. I had I was having a dream the first night that someone was standing on the outside of that window, and this window's on the second floor, Kill by myself. the way. And it was like almost like I, for some reason I imagined it was like an alien standing there, and I felt like my entire body was asleep, but like the like when your body's like vibrating, tingling, asleep. Yeah. My entire body felt like that, and I felt I could feel my body like raising out of like me sitting up in bed, and it just going. Like that. Oh my God, Jordan! Finish your story because I gotta tell you something. I, it I felt like that. It felt like that. Um, but that, and then I wake up the next morning and I'm I'm fine, and I'm just like, that was weird as shit. That's a weird dream. I I think I'm just uncomfortable here. And then so the second night comes around, right? Uh, and this is when I get attacked. Um, the second night we, me and my girlfriend, we fall asleep on the couch and we wake up. Uh, I don't know what time it is. I'm so disoriented. We go to bed, and at 1.30 a.m., both me and my girlfriend both wake up. We're kind of just, like, uncomfortable for some reason. And I just had this weird sensation, and I uh, I wake up. I look out the window. I don't see anything, and I just kind of sit up in bed, and there's a dresser. So, like, right here is the a window right right in front of me and then right over here is like a dresser right and then like i so there's a space between the window and the dresser i look in that cor- i look in the space in between the dresser and the window and there's this black it, the room is lit because the moon is out right. there is a black um human height with like the wit and height is the shape of a human but it's just black terrifying the shadow person it's not the it it doesn't have the outline of a person. It's just a circle, but it has the width and height of oh, a person, God. and it's just standing there. Okay. And it's just the room's not black. It's 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 pretty lit, but in that one particular spot, it's just blackness. It's just pure blackness, and I just started staring at it, and I'm like half awake, and I'm like I don't know what the fuck that is, but it just it, for some reason I get I'm drawn towards looking at this thing. And I and I was like I don't have no idea what this is. The next day, I, and then I start talking to my girlfriend about it, and she said she woke up exactly the same time. That's how I knew she was awake for this too. And she f- said that she felt like someone was standing in the room with us. She said she could sense someone in the room with us. And then I noticed the other day it's kind of healed up now, but you can see someone's like this big ass bruises on my hand and shit. And it, I've, it looks like someone has grabbed me by the fucking wrist. And it's left this big bruise on me. Uh, the first <laughs> night, Jordan. <laughs> no, nah, because it's been on my mind, actually. Uh. Is Adriana okay, first of all? She doing all right? Yeah, she, I don't think she got like she any like, bruises or anything, she, but I definitely got this fucking bruise she, on like, her. she like the shit out of your the arm? First night, like, ahead, no, the, the first night, you said you feel vibration. You feel like a buzzing... Electricity going to your body now. Yeah. 
You yeah, actually project that night, by the way. Yeah, that's usually the word. <laughs> yeah, you actually project it at night. Um, but I didn't live. You, I didn't like leave my body. I just like. You, no, you don't have to look at your awareness around. You woke up, so you rose up from after that. Yeah, like I just like. Yeah. I felt like I just stood up out of my. Not stood up, but I just like sat up out of my bed. Yeah, you gonna do a vibration frequency phase. <laughs> That's how what you the fuck? Project. You tell me that I astro projected and I didn't realize yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's when that's, you like. That's, that's when you like phase into the. Get other... the fuck out! Are you guys serious right now? No. What the fuck? No, I'm not. Not. I did it before two years ago, January second. Are you telling me before. I'm about to pull a fucking insidious and demons are coming from my body? I, no. I'm about, about to start doing it without realizing it. No, joke is aside. Like I'm being serious. I'm laughing like, just because the, you, you said you it that. so confidently that it sounded like you were like like. You know when you Skype somebody in a movie and they tell you what's happening? Like, that's what it sounded like, and it <laughs> yeah. fucking got me. Um. <laughs> no, vibration is like frequencies yeah. ships. You need a certain frequency to do that. Yeah. Well, really it need felt it. weird as shit, and I felt like... Because when I, I did it, it felt like... You know... Yeah, I had, I had like a... I couldn't hear anything. I had like constant like like static in my ears what yeah. I kept hearing. Yeah, uh, you, um, you probably experienced sleep paralysis too. You probably yeah. wasn't aware. My dad used to have a project. That's how you. Yeah, it's a it's a thing. People think it's weird. It's normal. You did it unnormally, but you may saw people say shadow people. Yeah, yeah you'll see stuff. Uh, you yeah. may saw that. Um, it comes from fear. You think it's something there. It's an amalgamation of what you don't of all things you're scared of. And it's yeah. Like a shadow thing. And <laughs> he looks so freaked <laughs> up. Like, that's, that's I'm, just, I'm just like in a maze right now. I just yeah. I'm like what what happened to me? So I asked projected, and then I legitimately saw someone stay like saw, you probably you saw a shadow person. But I'm I saw a fucking yeah. ghost because Adriana could tell. Adriana woke up the exact same time when it started standing there staring at us. See, that could be a ghost as well. What the next because Adriana's woke. But usually when you do this, you you see shadow people. It's a, it's like a common term people yeah. call them. Like it's like an aggravation yeah. of fear. Yeah, it's because it's because you're awake, but your your brain's still doped up on like the dream chemicals. Yeah, the dopamine. So you start shit. seeing stuff. Yeah, or you'll like. And to, that's what sleep paralysis. That's why people tend to like they'll panic because they think something's holding them down when really it's not. Yeah, that was a demon. Scared the hell out of me. You don't know what fear, Brian. You never did this before. You don't know what fear is until you experience. Bro, it's it's straight fear if you it's, when you wake up and you can't move. Yeah, but that's the scariest moment I had in my entire life. But I still sleep. Brian, you ever done? You ever had sleep paralysis? Oh, man. I well, okay. Actually, I have no. experienced sleep paralysis. Um, sorry. Let me bring you guys back down to my screen. You never had a woman sit on your chest and scream in your face because you can't uh, move. No, I've I've had what? And then she and then you suddenly like throw your arms up and jump out of the bed. And then you're like, nothing's there. Very specific. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's happened. Yeah, I, I, it's like like a little like almost like those little weird like Japanese sort of horror things. Like a girl like crouched up with her knees up, sitting on my chest. Bro, and then, like, are you talking? I, I wake like I wake up. I notice her, and it's like she noticed me noticing her. So she gets like down, like all in my face, and lets out a scream. And then that's when I I'm able to throw my arms Fucking up Christ. and hop out of bed. Um, what is that? What is that movie where the girl's sitting on the dude's neck the entire time? Shudder. Shudder. You just had yeah. a shudder experience, bro. What my the sleep fuck? paralysis. Yeah, the time that I've experienced it has just been a large, like, man standing in the corner, like, like t tall and slinky, <laughs> and he's just like. Do you have a hat? Does no, he have a he hat? Have the hat, but 
He's just kind of, it's just kind of like that. Like the entire yeah. time. <laughs> it's like, like it's his turn on the Xbox. Did he, wait, wait, did he say he's like, it's my I turn to use the Xbox? Joke. It's too late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, right I, said I just made that joke. <laughs> wait, you said that? You said it like right after, like right before yeah, I like said that? The moment. I didn't even hear you say it. It's just that I do that pose. <laughs> Bro, that reminds me. I have to send you this video of the. Uh, have you seen the video of the dude who tests out his Xbox Connect, and he's going through all the different cycles of it? And then in one, there's the fucking ghost standing behind him, and he oh, turns around. Oh wait, I've seen as, this. As yeah, soon as he people. turns around and looks, it fucking disappears, nope. and then he's just like, turns off Bro, the Xbox. Those, those videos, and then the fucking where people sh live streaming it and shit time. Those videos freak me out. <laughs> It's just gonna be a ghost like standing right next to him in the in the fucking. It's gonna be like someone like a ghost messing with your green screen or something. Um. Yeah, oh, I think he uh, you probably yeah, you actuated the first night. The second night, I can't really explain. That's probably as a ghost. You probably see. someone noticed that you actual projected and came to fucking. Yeah, yeah, that's, still... That like that <clears throat> actually puts true fear into my body, Ash like knowing that like definitely. that's mm. honestly. What's probably happened is like they've noticed like, that I did it, and then like was watching me see that do it again. To check on you. You're probably in that. It so sounds so comic booky. You're probably in that dimension <laughs> where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> I know this process sounds weird, but yeah. I know a guy last year. He said his friend got. He had to, I, he I believe it. Yeah. He uh, he changed after that. He came. He got into witchcraft and all that stuff. Some people get a little depressed and shit. I mean, yeah. sometimes I mean, it's it could that could be an insidious situation. Maybe it wasn't him who came back. That's what I bro. keep thinking. It's like it's like dead ass insidious. Like it's like a witch possessing the body. That's why you gotta open me up a lot. That's why you gotta tie the imaginary rope around yourself before you go to sleep. Yeah, that's what I do. The rope climb up. So you always you come back. Yeah, so you always right, come but, up. Like, what did you do with like shit? Like what I just did? It just you don't know you're even doing it. Some people do it like every night, they don't realize it. Yeah, it's like a ritual thing, yeah. too. Yeah. I have yeah. never had yeah. a get used to it. Like that. The most that I've had is just a nightmare about the dude like staring at me in the bed during like my sleep paralysis. And uh that and like I'm just terrified of people standing in my fucking window. Like that's it. I've never had anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I was studying this crap two years ago. I think yeah, that's, that's a, really that's fucking... definitely there's like a phobia for that. Like, yeah, I think that's a, pretty common. Fucking, fucking hate it. What are you talking about? Crockett, I'm glad you're alive. Like, yeah, good thing. Yeah, right, bro. What that like came back and I'm not even like the same person anymore. Yeah, he's like pale and he's got bag <laughs> under his eyes and shit. And he's like, Dude, I do say what I was gonna say. Um, doesn't respond to Jordan anymore. Like, you have sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you probably, I know some people say that you probably did brought a, brought a ghost home a few yeah. months back, but you're back. That's why you keep having these freaking I issues. Follow you around. Yeah, I don't. I've, I've been saying this for a while. I was like, I, I'm not, I like my apartment not be not be might not be haunted. I just might be haunted. Yeah, this is insane. We're not real. Are we real? Jordan? Because like fucking, uh, I mean, people who's done that, like where like they play with Ouija boards, they don't close out the game when they oh my leave, God. and then they this ghost thing starts following them. Man, that I don't believe. You mean this company produces that Ouija board stuff? This yeah. this company mass produces portals to the other realm. Are you kidding? Uh, what is it? Uh, Hasbro Hasbro <laughs> opened up dimensions. I'm marking it for twelve forty. Yo, that, that's that's a good idea for like a movie or something yeah. right there. Like Hasbro Hasbro selling portals to the fucking other world. But it, it's Transformer toys. To, uh, it's not it's not Ouija board. How was the plot to Halloween? My Little Pony edition. 
Yeah. Oh, really? Halloween really? three. All right, but we'll do it, but without Michael Myers. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll bring. We'll get Jamie Lee Curtis though. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is good in everything. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, let's. let's you guys want to wrap up? Yeah. 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 All right, <laughs> Brian, where can they follow uh, you, you can at? Find me on Twitter at Brian Archilla and on Twitch at Brian Brownie. Uh, Colin, where can they find you at? Um, on Twitter at underscore Space Whales and on Twitch at Monkey Omega. Tay, where can they find you at? <laughs> Twitter.com slash. Twitter.com underscore Tay Infinite. That's all. <laughs> Twitter.com slash Fat Cheeks. Fat Cheeks. I think I'm done with Twitch stuff. <laughs> Nipples and Toes 23. <laughs> Nipples and toes, dude. Can we make a garage band called Absolutely Nipples and Toes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that on a drum set, guys. You can find me at uh, Twitter at Cyber underscore Calamity, and you can find me at Twitch tonight at Cyber Calamity. Guys, thank you so much for me. Thank you to the end of the show. We do appreciate it. If you guys like the show, give us a give us a sub, it, give us a big like or a dislike. If you don't like the show, if you don't like our ghost stories at the end, uh, yeah. But if you go, tell us how you guys feel about um cloud gaming in the comments and then uh we'll see you guys uh oh, next yeah. week take it easy